personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Lauren, Lauren, 2021. This is the year. We've been waiting for this. I am so excited. And as I told you all last week, I've decided that COVID's over. I think everyone's magically going to get a cure today because it's 2021. This is Sunday, right after New Year's. And I think, you know what's going to happen? You know how the manna came down for the Jews when they were when they couldn't eat when they were leaving Egypt? I am No, seriously, the, the manna came down. That was like the food that they could just eat. It tasted like everything. It was so delicious. Like chicken Parmesan hero it tasted like. It was so good. I guess not chicken Parmesan because that would have been not kosher, milk and meat, big problem. Yeah. Lauren's looking at me like, I don't know my food. Maybe it was more like matzo brai. Okay. All right. So anyway, I'm thinking just like that, everyone's going to get a mega millions lotto ticket. With the vaccine. Like, no, like this is going to be the best year ever. I have already dedicated it to this this new concept that we're calling intentionality. And everything we're doing is very intentional in 2021. And if you stay tuned to the second segment today, which I highly recommend you listen to, we're going to be transparently telling you all how we're dealing with our business through intentionality, what we're doing to make things happen. I'm not going to sit around and play bumper chairs anymore and say, I wonder if I'm going to make it through the pandemic. I wonder if King Cuomo is going to shut me down. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. I don't care. You know what I like? I like that finally the Mitch man, came together with Nancy, came together with Trump, and we got another stimulus. And yeah, it's not $3 trillion, it's $900 billion, and yeah, it's not the $500 billion that Mitch wanted either. But like, what people are missing is they're debating, should it be $600 going to people? Should it be $2,000 going to people? You know what they're missing? What's really going to people is the companies are getting some more PPP. Are you down with PPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I'm down with PPP. I got to tell you, this paycheck protection program is going to keep people in their jobs. You need a job, man. Go work. You got a job. This isn't fraud. I, I got no job. I got no place to go. This is a job. You need a job. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the businesses are getting a big stimulus if they keep people employed. We had this last year. Last year in 2020, I remember it well. Lauren and I, we would go for walks at Crab Meadow Beach. We were going on walks. and Three-hour walks. Four-hour walks. Really good walks there. We were closed. And we're like, who are we going to lay off? How do we lay people off? What are we going to do? How are we going to make it? Who's our bankruptcy lawyer? Like, we were, like, having some real panic attacks. Now, don't misunderstand. The beach was beautiful. But then they did this first stimulus. And don't misunderstand. We're still down big time year over year. Like, it's been a bummer. But it wasn't catastrophic because the government came and I was able to keep employees. And my employees are listening right now, Lauren, if our employees are listening... We actually had notices prepared for termination. Like, we were that close to the brink. Yeah, when all of our businesses that our clients are shut down, they're not paying, we can't survive. Yeah, on top of that, I don't know if you saw that there's a new law in the state of New York that there's no residential evictions and foreclosures all the way through May 1st, and that might be extended even further. Guess what? I own a law firm that does evictions and foreclosure. It's a 
real problem for business when you can't do evictions and foreclosure when there's no evictions and foreclosure. And things like this happened all over. Like imagine owning a nightclub. Just imagine that. Like, oh, that's whatever I do. That's how I get through the day and I feel bad for the nightclub people. But I say to myself, I could own a nightclub. Could be worse. Everything could, everything's relative. Everything's perspective. But I got down with PPP the first time and I said, yeah, you know me. And I got this money and I used it the right way and I got a grant. And don't misunderstand again. It wasn't make your rich money. It was, I still lost a lot of money with the PPP, but it let me sleep at night. And I'll tell you why, because my staff kept their jobs and my staff were able to feed their families. And they had a great Christmas and a Hanukkah and a Kwanzaa. And more importantly, they had a Festivus for the rest of us. It's the most important one. And so they had a great time. And you know what? Now I have the capabilities and I've been shifting. And like I said, on the second segment, we're going to talk about how we are doing intentionality to shift our business. And 2020 to 21, the pandemic is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. When I look back in 10 years, assuming that no one dies in my family, and there's been some bad stuff going on. Assuming we all make it out of this, we look back and it's 2030, 2030, we're going to be saying, you know, I'm so happy I was forced to accelerate all my changes and have intentionality in what I did. And because I did that, that's why I'm sitting where I am right now. And then I'm going to say, but I would have never got there if there wasn't the PPP and this new stimulus from Mitch and Nancy and Trump, even though a week late. Wasn't a dollar short, though. Still got the PPP. They're now giving a second announcement, announcement, announcement. They're now giving another availability for PPP. So if you're a manager, you own a small business, you own a medium-sized business, and why do I say small or medium-sized? The PPP's up, it used to be up to companies of 500 employees. Now it's up to 300 employees, so it's not a big business. You see what I'm saying? And so they now have another round of PPP. And as soon as this came out, I'm going to tell you what I did. I said to myself, who do I know that knows this stuff the best? And if you remember, I had my friend Doug Cabral on last time. Uh, He's a great guy. He was talking about the PPP. We had Anthony, uh, uh, our CPA on. He was doing a great job, and he was telling us all this stuff. But in this last year, in intentionality, I saw one person being specifically intentional. I walk outside of my building and I look upstairs and I see a full studio set up with lighting and he's doing videos online. And this guy is saying, I'm not going to have lemons. I'm going to have lemonade. And I've been reading that he knows the PPP and this guy knows financial. Do you guys know Lou Soriano? Lou runs Navigator Financial and Navigator Financial also located at 308 West Main Street in Smithtown. But more importantly, Lou is saying, I'm going to make stuff happen. Those are the people I'm surrounding myself with. The number one goal of this year for me isn't business. It's not strategy. Those are all important. We're going to get to that in the second segment. But the number one goal is to surround myself with can-do attitude winners. Sure. And everybody, um, Lou, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Great I, to be on with you guys. Awesome. I just want to tell everybody about your Instagram page. What what? How do people find you on Instagram? Very easy. On all social media platforms, Lou Soriano, CFP. 
And what are they going to learn on this stuff? Because I, that's what got me excited. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. You're not just some guy in a town and a suburb that's doing a thing. You have a platform. You have a voice. You are getting out there and you are helping people, businesses make it. Tell us what we're going to see if we were to go on to your Instagram, on your Facebook. What are we going to learn? Well, I, you know, if not for COVID, honestly, it pushed me into different directions this year. And one of them being social media, making videos. And uh, in essence, it became a, the most efficient way to get the message out there during the first round of stimulus for my clients and for people who are, you know, basically hitting me up, asking questions about, hey, am I eligible for a stimulus check? What's this PPP we're talking about, an EIDL? So it became a much more efficient way for me to kind of explain these programs to people and to get the message out there. And uh, I chuckle a little bit because I did not realize that you saw my whole studio set up from uh, out in the parking lot. So that's pretty neat. (laughs) You didn't see the bushes shaking. I'm like one of those stalkers. From binoculars. No, no, no. Seriously, I have scratches, though, because they're like the the thorny bushes. But I want to get this message out even further. And here's what I need to know. And I don't need to know the specifics yet. But I need to know. This is the most important thing. If I got the first stimulus and I, I, I used it right and I... Applied. I applied and um, to get get it become a grant as opposed to a loan because it could have been a loan. Can I get the second one? I want the second one, Luke. Money, 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 money. Show me the money. <laughs> well, as you said, I know you are down with OPP or PPP, which reminds me of the hip hop song, right? O-P-P-P. You got that right. You like that Whatever. reference? I'm getting it all mixed up, but you know what I'm talking. You're about. from my era. I like that. Song. I was down yeah, with man. OPP. Yeah, nice. I was down with OPP, uh, and now we're down with PPP. Right? Things things have changed a little bit, but um, you know, this second round of PPP, PPP two, as it's being referred to, as is. Um, Listen, it's available for the people who missed out on the first round, so that's first of all. So they're eligible. Um, But in order to be eligible for those folks, they had to be in operation. They had to have a business in operation prior to February 15, 2020. And, um, you know, there is a necessity requirement, right? Under penalty of perjury, you're saying, yeah, I really need this money to keep my doors open. But for folks like you and other people who did get money in the first round, you know, the, the criteria is as follows. You got to have less than 300 employees. You had to have used or will have used all of PPP1 or any funds you got in the first round. And you would have you would have to show that you had a 25% reduction in gross receipts in any quarter in 2020 compared to the same quarter in 2019. So in a nutshell, that's that's how it's wrapped up right now. So quick, uh, quick question some- for you. Well, 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 Lauren, but before we even go to questions, I just want to make sure I have clarity because when it comes to this type of money, and this is staying in business type of money, this is shifting, as Lou said, because of the pandemic. He shifted to social media, which he might not have done before. This is pushing that to the next level. This is development for the future. I just want to make sure I crystal clear understood you, Lou, assuming I make this 25% criteria, assuming I used all my PPP firm the first time, assuming I have 300 or less people, taking out my checklist, because that's why I have smart people like you in my life. I just say, Lou, check it up. (laughs) I just want to say, in plain English, I am very likely to be able to get a second loan if I got a first one. That seems possible, and that can become a grant as well. Am I correct about that? You are correct about that. 
So, Lauren, now that we are in the game, you start with the questions that you have to ask because I just want to make sure I understand this. I got him recorded. It's on a podcast. People could see it on any on the Leapcast on any player. They're obviously subscribing because they know that where the good looking people are. We're all down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. And then and then they're going to listen to 1039 FM 1039 LI News Radio. And they know to call Lou Soriano at Navigator Financial for the nitty gritty. And you're going to get into some of that. I know you have questions. Lauren's like itching at I have at, so many questions. She's at the seam. She's got questions. Go. I, my hands up. I'm like, Mimi, calling me. But no, the me. key to takeaway the thing that i wanted to make sure i understood is this wasn't just for people that missed it the first time if you got it the first time you could get it the second time now lauren you're up well first off i don't know how anybody really could have missed it the first time because first they ran out of money and it was scary but then they got the money back and i feel like it, it was just promoted for so long that you can do it so if people didn't have their books and records in order that might have been why they didn't but i felt that That's it was true. promoted enough that if business all right really so needed it. maybe they should have maybe they could have maybe they're stupid who knows but um it's all about me lauren okay, me, me. i have this radio show why do we do this because it's all about me i want to know about the money let's ask lou and get our money Okay, so if I didn't apply for forgiveness yet on my first PPP loan, just because I didn't get around yeah, to it. Yeah, is that a barrier? Can, can I still I, get the second? Can I apply for the second? As far as I know, absolutely. Yes. So that's, that Check. is definitely on the table. And just to circle back a little bit about the first round, and Lauren, I do agree with you, but I think the reason why some people didn't get PPP during the first round was for a couple of reasons. One being... You know, um, they might have gotten shut out. They were maybe doing business with a bigger bank and they were a smaller business. So they kind of got shut out uh, during that first round, maybe got discouraged, mm. didn't reapply. Mm. There was also a lot of, uh, you know, changes in the criteria. You know, it wasn't rolled out as smoothly as uh, you would like it to be. But that's probably some of the reasons why some people didn't apply the first time. I or think maybe they didn't need it first time and now they need it now. So that's why they're making it eligible for, um, you know, people who missed out in the first round. And I believe they have some money separate, uh, separated just for those folks. Lou, you said something so important there. And it's not even about PPP. And I just, I need to say that before Lauren goes into her questions. People got overwhelmed, discouraged, and shut out. And I think that's the biggest predicament for business today. They're overwhelmed discouraged and shut out. And people are saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, because they didn't read Wadi Piper's Little Engine That Could and realize that you just have to say, puff, 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 chug, 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 because the good little boys on the others, and girls, of course, on the other side of the mountain would have no toys to play with or food to eat unless you helped them. You got to do it. And what's my point? My point is, if you're still feeling discouraged, why do we do the show? You got Lauren Leap. Okay. So you got Andrew Leap. You got Lou Soriano. We're all here to help you. So I want you to look up Lou. I want you to look me up. We're here to help you because business got to thrive in 2021. Lauren, I will not cut you off again. I'm getting, <laughs> before we went on the air, Lou and I were talking and I was telling him how Lauren sends me notes and gives me death stares. And right <laughs> now. My hands up. Yeah. Her, when she says her hands up, one of the me fingers me. are up too, but so let her go. <laughs> okay. So is this true? Did I read that if you are going to apply for under $150,000, all you do have to, is have to submit some sort of an attesting statement saying that you're qualified? 
yes. So forgiveness has become a lot easier, especially for those loans that were 150000 or less. There are three uh, forms, depending on the type of forgiveness you're applying for, you know, uh, or the loan amount that you received. So, yes, it's become very easy or much easier to um, qualify for forgiveness now. Well, I that say that. The case early on. I say that mm-hmm. because, so I put all the applications in to get the first round. And it was very time consuming and I'm very organized. So I can only imagine that some of these small businesses that maybe don't have the resources that I have to put it together, that could have been very burdensome for them to do that. So now it's easy, breezy, beautiful, like cover girl. And the question is, are these applications available now? Can we start now? Can we get the money now? What's the story? I want to move, move, move. You're ready. You're ready for your second round, right? Oh yeah. Well, show me the money. Well, (laughs) Show me the money, baby. Well, listen, they just signed this bill into law, right? So this act has just been rolled out literally, you know, um, just days ago. And with that said, it probably won't be until the second or third week in January, in my estimation, before, you know, you can reapply for this um, second round. Part of that is, like all things, it takes time, right? I'm sure they're going to update the website, the SBA website. They're going to update forms, uh, things along those lines. But I believe we should use this downtime to prepare to uh, apply and start asking questions and, you know, start picking the brains of your accountant, financial planner, attorney, whoever it might be. Uh, Because in some cases, it may make sense to use a financial professional not only to apply for this loan, but also, like Lauren stated, you know, this stuff could be confusing. And uh, sometimes asking for a little help whether for the application process or forgiveness, uh, makes a lot of sense. So you actually just went into my next question a little when you said you could use a financial professional. On the first one, the legislation said that the financial professionals that were assisting you could get paid from the lenders. And it was the lenders were getting paid from the government and then they were supposed to pass it through to, and then there was an issue where they weren't paying financial planners because they were going on the minutia of the words. So if I was going to hire someone to help me, do I pay them? Does the bank pay them? How does this work? So that's interesting. I recently listened to a podcast by CPAs and they were discussing this very subject. So just to be clear, uh, you're correct. So the way this works is if you apply for um, PPP, whether it was the first round or now the second round, the lender, the bank, the credit union, the online bank, whoever you're applying for, they're compensated by the SBA. And uh, you know the criteria for the first round, I believe it was like 5% up to 350,000, 3%. Um, you know, they would get a fee of 3% for 350 to $2 million and They cleaned up. Or they cleaned that up a little bit, right. So with, they definitely cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> they claim they didn't, but they did. Uh, but anyway, we'll leave that aside for now. Yeah. The SBA paid the lender, being the bank, and then if the applicant used a financial professional, I'll refer to them as, what the SBA refers to as an agent, uh, they were also eligible to receive some compensation, uh, but they did not receive that in most cases from the lender. So that's changed a little bit, I believe. And from what I understand, if you are doing some advisory services around this, the agent, that being the uh, accountant, financial planner, attorney, they could 
charge a fee directly to the client who's applying, um, in addition to collecting a fee from the lender if that should ever happen. But it can't be for the application. So there's some nuance there. There's some things that are still changing and evolving and probably need some clarification, to be perfectly honest. But yeah, the lender and the agent, financial professional, can receive compensation for helping someone apply. Back to that clarification and my word intentionality, you need to be intentional when you're speaking to your agent, the financial planner, the broker, the attorney, the CPA, and understand the terms of your relationship prior to using them. Say, do I owe you money for the consulting stuff? I'm not talking about the application, as Lou said. We need clarity. And speaking Absolutely. of clarity, and I think this is perhaps the most important thing I, I, I I'm still shaking excited about this. When I was doing my tax returns, and I know you do tax returns, when I was doing my tax returns, my accountant said to me, this is going to be a problem because they're going to treat it as income and there's issues with expensing it. And there was a problem there. And what I'm hearing, and you correct me, and I want you to tell me this one, I heard that they clean this up and you can actually use it and deduct off of this. Could you tell me what I'm talking about? Yep. You're talking about PPP expense deductibility. So (laughs) you can deduct it. Listen, the CARES Act spells out that, you know, PPP, if PPP was used properly, and, you know, use it for payroll, use it for qualified expenses, it won't be forgiven, and it wouldn't be counted as taxable income, right? So the aim of this whole program was to provide business owners with money, not to create a tax burden. But there was some confusion and there was some questions revolving around, you know, deducting expenses. You're so nice, Lou. I have to interrupt because (laughs) you're being so nice and so diplomatic. The stupid IRS came out and they gave a bad policy statement. No, they're stupid. They created, so the legislation (laughs) said one thing and the IRS came and contradicted it. The Grinch, they stole Christmas, but Lou Soriano came back and he saved it. And what I'm hearing, and I just want to make sure that I'm hearing this right because you're so polite and say it's, I'll tell the IRS off. Um, These, these idiots said that we're not going to be able to deduct and, what they did in this legislation not only give me an opportunity for more PPP, they clarified the last one and I get deductibility, right, Lou? That's right. That's absolutely right. So, so that was like the biggest, and on top of it becoming available again, that being PPP and another round of stimulus, I think for most, this was very important. So huge. even for a business owner who is not reapplying for this second draw, they were worried like, hey, am I going to have to pay you know, uh, or I'm, am, is my income going to be increased because I can't deduct these expenses that I paid for with, you know, this PPP grant. So um, thankfully that's been cleared up and um, that's not the case anymore. So you can deduct. And I was having calls, you know, I had to go back and clean it up too because here I am making videos saying, hey, everybody pay attention. Like there's this issue that <laughs> may come to bear and uh, thankfully they cleared it up. So. I think yeah, that's the to make most. Those videos for nothing. That's, no, but, maybe no, but it's fine. Determine. Well, I want to address that too, but I, I want to tell you, I think that's the most important thing that no one's talking about right now. Isn't the second PPP available, which is amazing? Isn't the six hundred dollars right. or two thousand dollars, either way, pretty good? Isn't the fact that people on unemployment are getting extensions? I love all these things. But that tax clarification is so huge for a business that was on the brink. It's so important. And so, I and Lou, I always tell people that being on the cutting edge, 
which you are, being on the cutting edge of changing regulations and statutes is always going to have error because we don't know the interpretation. We're just using extrapolations to get to conclusions. And so stay on that cutting edge, stay bold, stay doing what you're doing with your videos. And I want to see you giving us some more information because we're running out of time loop, but, and I'm loving speaking to you, but I saw, I I saw, thank you. I saw that they're going to have something for live venues. I saw that co-op boards can now get eligibility. I saw that nonprofits and news organizations are going to have eligibility. So if you're a small business, you're a medium sized business. Not a large business because you have too many employees, but you're one of these people. This bill is for you. This bill is for your staff, and you may not believe in trickle-down economics, and there's a lot of articles from economists that say it doesn't work, except when the trickle-down is tied to required trickling. So because this rule, this law, this money they're giving to the business owner requires continued employment, it is the perfect example of government policy working. So thank you, Lou Soriano. Welcome to 2021. This is the Leapcast. We'll be right back. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. 